In 2016, scientists on Earth detected a fast radio burst from a distant region of space with no observable stars. The signal contained a constant series of data packets and a decryption key. Once decrypted, the data contained a number of transmissions from two planets in a binary system. Included in the data was a translation matrix that researchers used to translate the entries, as best as possible, into English. The following transmissions were declassified by the scientific community and given to us to present. Log entry Vela 49, Vela Rotat 2661, cycle 5 of the 4th Annual. Hey, hey, Chone. Thanks for the kind words. Jason is doing well. I never knew it would be so fulfilling raising someone and watching them fill out their personality right in front of you. Seeing all those firsts they do and encouraging them along the way. Getting him to take his first steps was painfully easy. We were told that it could take three to four rotats before he would be willing to walk upright, but shortly after his second fourth day, he was up and running. Now we can't get him to stop. To follow tradition, Jason and I have begun reading through all of my dad's old transmissions and ours from when you and I were kids. He loves hearing all the old stories, and mom and I take turns when one of us starts getting overly emotional. I have been skipping over some selected parts of our communication that I'm sure he doesn't want to hear about, or, more accurately, that I am not ready to explain, such as certain pictures of my father, or how some zero-g activities work. I didn't realize how much trouble children could be. During a class trip to one of the Sionar Wildlife Rehabilitation Centers, he and some friends escaped from the rest of their class and broke into one of the tanks. They found him attempting to ride a seki and convince it to jump the barrier back out into the sea. One would almost think he was related to you and Frida. Mom keeps laughing at me and repeats induk ipat, but I don't recall getting into this much trouble when I was his age. I should probably keep an eye on him when he gets a bit older though, just in case he attempts to start a planetary incident. It sounds like CJ is going to be quite the entrepreneur when she grows up. You shouldn't punish her for seeing an opportunity. I'm pretty sure that if you gave her the chance, she could probably be out on the marina selling skiffs or segbats back to their owners without them knowing what was happening. I hope Frida doesn't go too hard on you. You were just having an important learning experience. You never know, those rocks might have had value to someone. After your explanation of the Samkoma, I would normally say here that politics on Haimavina are strange and different, but it would appear that you have some of the same political infighting and accusations that we have here on Vela. Maybe not with privately owned corporations, but when one agency wants something from another here, they tend to go about things in the same way. I'm not sure I understand the motive of Vera Jorgensen and what she was trying to accomplish, but I imagine she's going to be pretty upset for a while. What would the accusation mean for Werkstatt, and why is it bad? Also, why would your mother and Juniper's mother work together to... Was the goal to make the Prime Minister look bad? Isn't that Rowan's mother? I get the feeling that any big festivities at Frida's place are going to get really awkward in the future. At home, the Council has been very quiet about further missions to Fenora. More are planned, but the mission objectives have not been released. 
To the public view, it would just appear that we are working towards a planetary landing, but something feels off. When they talk about the last mission, everything sounds so scripted. I don't know, Helgi. I get shivers in my scales when the press corps asks me at the briefings about further information that I just don't have. There are two major missions being planned. One is an automated orbiter that will replicate the last mission, but won't have a Velen crew on the orbiter itself. When that returns, there are plans for a landing craft, similar to what you did on Vithsini. I'm sure that you're part of the inspiration for that. Naturally, there are concerns about the incident from the last mission, but the representatives all tell me that it was an isolated incident and they are taking corrective actions to ensure it doesn't happen again. I wish I had more to tell you, bro, but for once, things have been pretty easy around here. Let's hope it stays that way. May the waves guide you. Ori. Log entry, Haimavina 49. 2341, Age of Enlightenment. Hey, Ori. Well, I did it. I finally quit ECAL, and I took a job with Vekstad Space. I know, I know, but honestly, it's been the best decision I've ever made, and I really do love it here. Now, that's not to say that Vekstad is an easy place to work, not even close. Everyone here is at the top of their game, and has been since they figured out how to walk. Corporate culture is the complete opposite of ECAL. It's almost like I'm working in a futuristic version of my old job. We move fast and smart, and if something breaks, it's replaced. If a procedure isn't working, we change it. Not once have I heard somebody say, we do something a particular way because it's always been done that way. And people value new ideas. If there's a downside, it's that people can also be replaced. It's terrifying and exciting all at once. And just like going into space, which I guess sort of works in this context. I was hired to fill the position of flight dynamics officer in our Hopnina-based ground control staff. During missions, I'm responsible for monitoring the performance of the spacecraft in flight. The rest of the time, I'm free to work on projects like my engine. With all of the data and resources I now have access to, including some very smart and very motivated interns, I think I might be close to solving the problems I'd encountered previously. And I might finally get my name on something cool if I can pull that off. Now that I'm here, I can't really remember why I didn't make the change earlier. I grew up with Werkstatt, but I didn't realize how innovative it was. It wasn't until I watched that Sam Coma hearing that I realized how much of a threat Werkstatt was to the old ways of doing business, and how much I wanted to be a part of that. Now, don't feel too bad for Vera. That entire debacle was the result of greed. The contracts that Werkstatt grabbed were supposed to go to companies controlled by House Jorgensen. Werkstatt is using the same Lulean suppliers so nobody lost their jobs, and the only thing that Vera lost was some extra Paninga in her pocket. Her pride might have taken a dent as well. As for Lillian, there was no guarantee that the Sam Coma would side with Werkstatt. 
My mom needed a powerful ally, and the Fjallstads, who have been shunned for almost a century, were looking for an opportunity to reclaim their power. That the Fjallstads had an axe to grind with the Jorgensons didn't hurt, and despite their recent troubles, they hold plenty of sway with the other old families. Hey, so I have an awkward question. I didn't ask the last time because it didn't seem appropriate, and maybe it's still not, but I, I have to know. Do Velens swim for fun? Maybe it's lost in translation, but the way you described Jason's conception made it sound like your friends committed a crime. Do Velens have to get permission every time they want to go swimming? That would explain the lavish mating ceremony. Juniper and I had Frida and Rowan over for dinner a couple nights ago, and this was all we could talk about. We understand the concept of population control, but it's inconceivable to us that the government would interfere so directly in someone's life. Before you ask, and we get asked all the time, no, Juniper and I haven't decided if or when we'll expand our family. If it happens, that would be great. And I know that our families would absolutely love it. And I think we'd be great parents. But if it doesn't, that that's okay too. Plus, Juniper has an older sister, so she doesn't have the pressure to carry on the family name. In fact, after hearing about all the chaos you're dealing with as Jayzoon grows up, I think I'll stick with being the cool uncle, at least for now. It, it sounds like you have your claws full. Not to add to the list, but everyone would love some new pictures of the little guy. <laughs> so, all of this talk about family has really made me feel for Rowan. You, Juniper, Frida, and I come from close-knit families with good role models. It sounds like the only time Rowan got any attention was when Vera needed him as a political prop. She also wasn't shy about her disappointment that, as a male-only child, he couldn't pass on the family name. It doesn't really make me feel bad for anything that comes Vera's way. I don't know. Some families are crazy. Maybe you guys are on to something. Now that I've rambled on and made you uncomfortable, did VSA ever go back to Fenora? Or did they end up scrubbing the missions? I, I have to tell you, their talking points regarding the accident could have been written by some flack at ECAL. It's strangely comforting to know that all government agencies are the same, regardless of where they're located. And tell me more about this wreckage. You said it looked perhaps unnatural? I've seen some pretty crazy things, and space is full of weirdness. Heck, even an asteroid strike can look pretty odd, depending on the mineral content. Still looking for that alternative dimension for you. Give hugs to Jason from all of us. Venatalenda. Helgi. Log Entry Vela 50 Vela Rotat 2663 Cycle 10 of the Second Anul Hey hey bro. It would appear that Ecal has lost one of its most brilliant engineers and that loss is Verkstadt's gain. It's sad that Ecal couldn't see the potential in you, but it sounds like you will be utilized in the best possible way in your new position. 
On top of being a great inspiration to new astronauts, you finally get the time and resources you need to get that engine up and running. Should I send you my coordinates so when you come to visit you can swim by and pick me up? I've worked with the VSA equivalent offices to what you're doing and I'm surprised you even have free time to work on projects. Those in the role here are constantly busy, and even when we schedule time for interviews we often get interrupted and they get pulled away. When they do get to talk to us, they're very sharp and smart in crazy ways, so I guess it's a great fit for you. Your comparison of ECAL and Bergstadt makes me think of all the arguments that the La Arva and Tumasir make. Are you sure there are no sects there on Heimavina? Is ECAL just stuck in the past holding on to the tradition of how things have always been done? Yet another example of how societal norms transcend space and time. When it comes to society that we share on different planets, politics apparently don't change either. I don't feel sorry for Vera at all. I see political maneuvering like that all the time here. Sometimes it works, and most times it doesn't. I really wish that it didn't happen at all. I feel like if we could just all agree about what benefits everyone and put aside any self-interest, that we could actually get a lot more done across both of our worlds. Can you imagine a politician using the phrase, this is what we need to get better, and actually meaning it for a change? Helgi, you know that I love to swim. All Velens swim for fun and sport. We are raised in the waters of our ancestors. Oh, you don't mean swimming is actually swimming, do you? Hmm, how to answer this without making Nuha's scales change? Yes, we often engage in intimate activities. Normally that is kept as just that, intimate. We are very open society that engages in pleasure, we just don't talk about those sort of activities openly because they are between those who engage in them. What Velens do in their own pools is their business. The mating ceremony is about creating the correct conditions for a true conception to occur. Everything from the temperature and conditions of the pool to the sounds and smells of the mating hall are specific to create the conditions that are optimal for producing offspring. It's very different when we engage in recreational activities. Without those special conditions, conception can't occur. Now, that's not to say that those conditions can't be simulated outside of the ceremony. Usually that occurs when someone is actively trying to conceive. There are a few less reputable locations that can assist with that, but they don't usually last long. So, to answer your question, yes, we swim for fun. Over the Rotats, I have experimented with swimming in a search for something more. Sadly, I never really found myself drawn to anyone in particular. I guess I just didn't find it as appealing as some others do. I get your decision to now expand on your school. Finding someone to be with for the rest of your life is one thing, but adding to that brings a wide range of emotions and challenges. With Jason, I feel like there are times when I didn't have a choice in the matter. But if I did, I think I would still make it. He can be a webful at times, but he also opens my eyes to new possibilities and experiences that I know I wouldn't have without him. I'm sure that being an amazing uncle can fulfill that for you as well. Yes, the VSA is still planning for the return to Feynora, but the mission preparations are taking longer than expected. It looks like they're having to do a complete code rework on the systems they're sending, so there isn't another incident. 
They don't like to make the same mistake twice, so they're being even more careful than the normal Velen standard. While we have seen some photos from the area, what has been released was distant and very distorted. Nothing aside from scarring of the planet's surface is even recognizable. This leads me to believe that the VSA and the Council know more than what they are saying. We've seen photos from Chona and even other parts of Fenora that are crisp in detail. I have some plans on how to find out more information, but it's going to take some time. Please don't speculate here. Sorry, Nuha. You'll have to wait for this drop of special reporting. May the waves guide us. Ori. Log entry, Haima Vina 50. 2343, Age of Enlightenment. Hey, hey, Ori. Thanks for the kind words and, and the vote of confidence. I finally really enjoy my work which is something I can honestly say I haven't experienced in a long time. Speaking of things that finally work, I have a functional prototype of my engine. Mostly functional. We're testing it on drone ships right now because it's not flight certified and it still blows up sometimes. Remember when I said that the ancients came up with a really simple solution to my problem? Well, it turned out it was simple in theory, but much harder to actually execute. We had to overcome some power supply issues and a couple of materials issues, but we got there. Essentially, we just moved the inertial dampening from the individual lasers in the reaction chamber to the whole engine, which now seems to float in a gravity-dampened rig. The upside of this is constant vectorable thrust and the ability to dump the reactor core if something goes wrong. I have to say, I'm pretty pleased with myself. Once it stops blowing up, I will be really pleased with myself. I just finished a rotation at Gisto Station, and I swear that place gets bigger each time. The original station was much smaller and more utilitarian than Braddeth, which we think was intended to serve as some kind of commercial passenger hub. The Gisto station of today is what my niece CJ calls Lux. Do you remember way back when I told you that Verkstad's solution to the system's issues was to rip everything out and replace it? Well, they basically did that to the entire station. Renovations and expansions have been ongoing for decades and the place looks nothing like it used to. There are four new landing platforms, several research buildings, and another residence facility. Most everything is connected through underground walkways, so we don't have to EVA to get around. The original station hub, which is affectionately called the dive for reasons I still don't understand, houses mission control and the cafeteria, but even then, it's hard to visualize the old layout. Besides the walls, the only thing I think they kept was the original Haimavala Aerospace Exploration Agency official seal on the floor at the main entrance. You know, that's the logo that my mom recognized from your dad's drawing. And it was on the ancient lander that was sent to Velva. Carl apparently thinks the Hoxa seal symbolizes an important link to our ancestors and Vela. At least I think that's his reason. I usually stop listening when he gets going about history. Perhaps the most important upgrade is the food. It's real food, not freeze-dried or vacuum-packed, 
actual fresh food. Some of the commercial research happening here is being done by food scientists and we get to benefit from their work. Nothing tastes better than a fresh chunk of bread and a hot bowl of soup after an EVA. The other big change is the number of visitors we get. Since the Aero Series space planes entered service, we've seen a huge spike in people coming to the station. The Aero can take off and land from a normal runway and only uses its rocket engine when it reaches high altitude. It's still not an easy ride, but it's not as bad as a normal booster. It's faster, more fuel efficient, so Werkstatt is phasing it in for all passenger transfers. We still use heavy boosters for supplies, but those are now drone ships. We had visitors at Braddoth as well, but it was usually senior ECAL staff or Sam Coma members coming to check on how their money was being spent. They'd take up already limited seating on one of the booster flights and then spend a couple of days wandering around the station making everyone miserable. Endless questions, veiled threats, and suggestions about funding, and invariably some sort of potentially lethal mishap. Basically, what you'd expect. The poor officer assigned to the visit got first choice of the liquor cabinet after the guest left, during something we used to call a cast-off party. Werkstatt executives visit Gisto Station as well, but it's a totally different vibe. Most of them are former astronauts or scientists, so they ask smart questions and really try to stay out of the way. I've even gotten to meet my childhood idol, Tara Lou Pierce, a couple of times. She's in the Sam Coleman now, representing Trishaven. Everyone gets to show off a little bit, and the visitors are genuinely curious to hear new ideas. One of the benefits of having retired astronauts come to visit is they still think the food is awful, so they always bring special supplies and they restock the bar. The first night is always a late one, but in a good way. I usually don't pay much attention to these visits, and on the last one, I was hiding in the engineering lab when I smelled something very familiar. It's a flower that only grows in the alpine valleys of the Twin Sisters. Most folks at station don't wear perfume, so I knew it was a visitor. I turned around and saw my mom standing in the doorway. Ori, I would have been less surprised if you'd walked in. Apparently, everyone knew except me and they'd all been keeping it a secret. It was really cool to see her and show her around my lab. It's only because of the new space planes that she can finally make the trip, and even then she has to take drugs for her lungs. Well, she did lay it on pretty thick the first night, and I don't think I could have been more embarrassed. I'm attaching some pictures of her in a spacesuit by the Gisto Black for you. Speaking of family stuff, did Frida tell you that CJ passed her qualifying exams last year for the academy? Apparently, the kid is thriving in her advanced classes, and I think that's probably down to her having an uncle who's such a good mentor. She was even elected class president, which, if I remember correctly, means she gets out of class to lobby the administrator for more recess time. Kai takes his exams next year and told me with a straight face that he wasn't worried at all. I sure wish I had his confidence at that age. Needless to say, these are definitely my sister's kids. Next year, CJ will be old enough to get the family floor on her hand. She's very excited and talks about it with anyone who will listen, but it's also become a point of contention between Frida and Vera. 
Vera told CJ that she should get new blended hood floor with both the Jorgensen and Park designs. I mean, seriously, who manipulates a nine-year-old? Frida, who is usually even keeled, meant full ice lion on her. Apparently, to the point that Rowan had to intervene, and according to Frida, Rowan hasn't spoken to his mother in months. Dad begged us not to tell Mom because he thinks she'll find a way to drop a satellite on Vera. And Vera brings me to the latest Lulean drama. The government is threatening to declare independence and leave the Samcoma for economic reasons. Apparently they're tired of subsidizing Trishaven and are mad that all the spacing companies are based in Yodav. They also think that Yodav is slow-rolling economic expansion for baseless environmental concerns. Last time I checked, ECAL was based in Stromheim and Werkstatt is pushing every law they come up against. It's all rotten ice, and what's more, most of the Lulean population don't support the idea. I'm sure there's something else going on, but I don't know what. And honestly, I think I'll just go back to space. I hope we didn't embarrass you too much with all that talk about swimming. I think I understand your culture a little better now. You owe me money though, because I lost a bet with Frida and Rowan. Actually, you owe me a rare bottle of Proxia from Trishaven, which will be wasted on them anyway, because they'll just mix it with Sodi. Heathens. Hugs to Jason. Vinner Talenda. Helgi. Log entry Vela 51. Vela Rotat 2665. Cycle 4 of the 5th Anul. Greetings from VSA Headquarters. I'm here working with the VSA Comreps and gathering information for the Council. I have to say that it's a big difference from when I was younger and just had a simple press pass. Now I'm essentially a dignitary, getting full tours of the facility and sitting in on technical briefings. Take that to your pool and soak in it, General Igni. <laughs> the launch pad is all set to take up the next mission to Fenora, and everything is bubbling around here like crazy. They are following the same plan as before, with a stopover at the Chona base, and within the next few annuals, they'll launch from the Kezi facility. There will be a whole ceremony for the launch broadcast around Vela. The flight control systems have been completely rebuilt and recoded from the sea level up, and all new vessels were built using more up-to-date technology. The only thing that has me worried are all of the briefings that I wasn't allowed to attend. There were a number of highly classified meetings with only high-ranking council members and VSA scientists. Hopefully I can find out more when I get back home. CJ is certainly growing up so fast. What age did you or Frida get your floor? I thought you mentioned getting yours after you graduated. Most modification places here won't even look at someone that young, as most of our bodies are still shedding and growing. I'm so proud of her for doing so well in her classes. There must be some sort of family trait that just makes all of you insanely smart. Sadly, Jason did not inherit anything from my school's lineage, and he has been causing quite the swirl in his classes. Lately, he's been starting fights but the administrators aren't sure how to handle the situation, as the kids he was fighting with were all bullying him. Turns out he was defending himself by launching into a fight. They don't want to encourage bullying in the classes, but they can't have someone starting fights either. I knew that his unique situation may be a cause for concern among others of his age, but I can't say I expected this sort of reaction. 
I'm looking into some private classes that may be able to handle this a bit better. Ugh, parenting is hard. I've dealt with extremist protesters that were easier to handle. Speaking of genetics, guess who received her Velen Life Enhancement Treatment, or VLET, from the Biolab? You may remember that my mom went through this a few rotats back when they were still doing limited public trials. Her experience helped to refine the process, and the treatment is being disseminated to the general populace now. Their research covered a whole ocean of healthcare enhancements that prevent many common ailments, as well as prolonged life expectancy. Listen to me, I sound like one of their comreps now. There are some initial side effects as the body gets used to the treatment, so I was a little sore and very tired for the first few cycles, but now I'm feeling much better than I have in a long time. They are making the VLED available to everyone, but it is purely optional. There are quite a few who don't want to disturb the natural order, but the overall reception has been very positive. I can't believe that your mom actually made it up to space. I know that she and Dad talked about it a lot, but I always thought that her condition was too severe to allow for that sort of trip. I know he would be very excited and proud to hear about her actually making it up there. I showed the photos you sent to my mom, and she instantly burst out into happy tears. Did you say that your engine keeps blowing up? Aren't they, I don't know, not supposed to blow up? Maybe it's just me thinking out loud and having some experience with things blowing up, but I seem to recall it's usually bad. Have you tried recalibrating the injection nozzles to compensate for the fluctuations and gravitational forces? <laughs> I literally have no idea what any of that meant, but I asked one of the scientists here for some technical jargon, and that's what she told me to say. Did it help? When it comes to the Samcoma struggles you're seeing there, you should remember that I'm no stranger to different regions having strong disagreements on the political stage. If I had a coolit for every time Chonar tried to leave the council, I could afford my own luxury skiff to live on. It's always the same. The politicians want to do what's best for them, not their people. Now that Chonar is connected to the rest of the world, the Laarva sect has been losing support everywhere. I'm sure that the Lulean drama there is much the same, and will most likely end the same way. A bunch of high-ranking Fiska whining about what they want and not getting any of it. I'm certainly not embarrassed by the talk of swimming. We're pretty open about intimacy here. What would be embarrassing would be when your cafe people start drawing up artwork depicting you and I swimming together. No amount of proxia will help with that. May the waves protect us from the whims of others. Ori Log entry, I'm Avina 51, 2345, in the Age of Enlightenment. Hey, hey, Ori. I'm glad you were able to take advantage of the life enhancement treatments. Was it painful? Did it, did it feel weird? How does it work? How are you feeling now? How much longer will you live? Sorry, I know that's a lot of questions, but this sounds like an incredible advancement, and that it might mean we get to meet someday has me all excited. Speaking of advancements, you're not going to believe this, but we've finally got that stupid engine working. And your scientist friend wasn't far off with her suggestions. As it turns out, we'd missed a series of software patches because we were swapping components between a couple of test beds. So we did a full shutdown 
to reinstall the correct software package, and it worked. If you could send me her full name and title, that would be great, because we're going to add her to the list of folks who are receiving credit. I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that Jason is being bullied. It's one thing to be picked on for saying something silly in class or choosing weird clothes, but when it's something you have no control over, that's just cruel. And the only way kids would know about his situation is if they were getting that garbage from their parents. I'm particularly sensitive to this because, and I know it's not exactly the same thing, but you remember when Frida and I got bullied when we were little. Mean jokes about being twins, resentment for being from an old family, or being called traitors when mom went to prison. Fighting back only puts you on the same level as the bullies. Success is the best form of revenge. He could talk to CJ about it. I know it helped us to have someone to confide in. I've also attached the most recent album from Frida's band. Now, don't tell her I said this, but I think it's probably their best work yet. They decided to take a break after their last tour because they're all parents now, and they wanted to spend some time with their families. Frida has been using some of her free time to attend Sam Coma sessions with Grandma Cece. I'm pretty sure the plan is to transfer matriarch duties directly from Cece to Frida to avoid any potential conflict of interest with mom's role at Werkstatt. Abdication isn't very common, but it is allowed, so Frida is backbenching to get up to speed on how to be a legislator. She and Rowan have also become regular attendees on the old family social circuit. The last gala was at the Watson estate, and Juniper, who has attended dozens of these things, dragged me along. There were hundreds of people in attendance, including prominent politicians, corporate leaders, and even my parents. There was live music, amazing flugeldar, and everyone was dressed to impress. The whole thing is about posturing, but I had the distinct impression that I didn't really know what was going on. Juniper looked stunning though, so I didn't mind being her date. Take that, bullies. After making the rounds, we found a quiet spot to watch Frida and Rowan work the party. They both have a lot of experience with fans and people trying to win favors with Vera. It was almost like watching water in a stream. It was hard to miss when Rowan's parents arrived, intentionally late for some reason, because Vera is the only matriarch who is also the head of state, so she made sure everyone knew she'd arrived. Frida and Rowan were all smiles when they were talking to her, but I know my sister better than anyone, and she was totally faking it. Lillian eventually found our hiding spot and dragged us out to mingle. She could tell how uncomfortable I was, so she hooked her arm in mine and guided me around the party. She whispered to me as we walked around and gave me all the inside gossip before introducing me to various people. Lillian is a social and political genius and she makes connecting people look easy. It was fun to watch her work. But aside from that, I now understand why my parents avoid these things unless there is some obligation to be there. These parties are exhausting. 
you have to pay attention the whole time because everyone is angling for something or trying to get information out of you. In my case, the only thing people wanted to talk about was when Juniper and I were going to get married. I think I'm going to make sure I'm in space the next time one of these things comes up, which shouldn't be too hard to arrange, considering that I got promoted to Chief of Flight Operations on Randier. The only bad thing about the job is that the rotations on station are longer, and the next one is scheduled to last six months. Juniper's always busy at PD, so it's not going to be too bad, but it's still a long time to be gone. She and I decided to take a vacation, just the two of us, before I have to leave. I enjoyed vacations with my family, but it can get really hectic with the kids. And while I love my niece and nephew, they are a clawful. And when you add Juniper's nieces and nephews, the result is constant chaos. So we planned a two-week vacation to the eastern coast of Trishaven. The area is remote and filled with fjords, black sand beaches, and rolling hills. I've always wanted to see it. We flew into Loganland, which is a beautiful city split between two big harbors that are always filled with segbats. I've visited a number of times with my father, who travels there for work. It's one of my favorite cities, and we spent a few days just exploring restaurants and taverns. Then we drove the coast road and stopped at every waterfall and black sand beach we found. Juniper rented a nice little scala on the shore of a secluded fjord. The only way to get there is a narrow road right on the water, or by hopper. It was so peaceful and lovely that words can't do it justice, so I've included some pictures. We hiked, enjoyed the natural hot spring, and just relaxed. On the afternoon of the fourth day, we were sitting on the Varon drinking tea, and it hit me that I had everything I wanted in life. I started to explain it to her, how much she meant to me, and how I couldn't imagine this life with anyone else, and she was giving me this smile she always does when we heard the sound of rotor blades. Thump, thump, thump. The hopper passed right over us, and I thought it might be some Roscott tourist staying at another cabin nearby, but it circled and landed right near our place. Juniper closed her eyes and let out a bunch of curse words I have never heard before, and then got really angry when three of her co-workers exited the hopper. She went over to talk to them, which was more like her yelling at them, and then came back and told me she had to go to work. She kept apologizing, but I told her it was okay. She kissed me and walked over to the hopper, but turned around and ran back to where I was standing. She took my hand and said, by the way, I love you too. And the answer to your question is yes. Then she kissed me again, ran back to her teammates, and flew off to who knows where. We'd already paid for the scholar, so I enjoyed the rest of our vacation catching up on some reading. I wasn't about to drive those roads by myself, so I chartered a hopper to get back to Loganland. Sometimes it's good to be rich. Looking forward to hearing about the new launch to Fenora. Venetalenda, Helgi. You have been listening to an episode of Binary Saga. The part of Ori is read by Juliana Finch. Helgi is read by Paul Anderson. Music by Eric Matias and soundimage.org. 
Find us on Twitter and Facebook with at TheBinarySaga. Want to ask us questions? You can join us on our Discord for general chat. Find all of these links and more information at BinarySaga.com. If you like what we're doing, please consider visiting our Patreon page, which can be found in the Where to Find Us menu on our website. Or please leave a review on your favorite podcast app.